Hello and welcome to Mind and Money Show, where we talk all things mindset, money management and our entrepreneurial journey. Along the way, we're going to throw in some amazing guests for good measure. I'm Shane Highland. I'm Gareth Shears. This show is going to change your life and teach you skills that school never taught you. Boom. It's, it's, it's almost, you know, you might get a period oh, yeah, of time yeah, before. Exactly it's, it's, it's so 
so uh, changing now the environment on a daily yeah, basis. It is. It, 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 my view chairman yesterday, we justified it that the way by actually the interest rate rise hasn't just affected what's going to pay, they're going to pay monthly to get a mortgage. It's actually going to affect their affordability to get the mortgage because as the interest rates go up, the stress testing within the background of the mortgage is saying that actually they can't borrow as much um, than what they originally were. And, that, and there's lots of kind of knock-on effects. But I think it, it's just something we've got to deal with. At the end of the day, if you need to buy a house, you need to buy a house, and you've just got a budget for what the mortgage amount is. I just think we just have it good for so long. You you do a lot more mortgage, and you're a lot better than that area than me. Do you think it's a it's a reset? Um, people, people, it's it's almost like when people are buying when they're in a the house and they bought it. My house has gone up in price. Uh, or got in value, or gone down in value. It's relevant because you're living there. You don't need to sell it. It's fine. It's Do you think people were buying or overstretching when rates were low and all that? Will this, will this almost bring people back to a level where they think it's 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 affordable, or or is this going to be a something that's going to blow up? Or uh, I know there's a lot of talk of kind of repossessions and bankruptcies and generally that's what we get the negative events called servicing over the news. But I, I, I don't think so. I like the other day we uh, you look at like when when we the mortgages for clients, we know they can afford it if the interest rates go up. Lenders have stress tested if the interest rates go up. Um, and and I think the biggest panic is and we, we, we did a video on this yesterday is that people have this weird misconception that if interest rates double your monthly payment's going to double. Yeah. But it's not actually true because I think we did an example of it. It was a £200,000 mortgage and based on a 2% interest rate over 25, 25 years. years was about 850 ish pound a month. Yeah. Some of that. And I think, and if the interest rate doubles to 4%, it actually goes up £200 a month. Yeah, 205, 207. So it doesn't, that, so it yeah. doesn't go to 1600 pounds £1, a month. Now, don't get me wrong, the interest in the background has doubled. Okay, so if you were paying interest only, you would see your monthly payment double. But if you're on a capital repayment mortgage, your actual monthly payment doesn't go up that much. Yeah, and as a lot of scaremongering, you know, we've done social media posts the last day or two of those experts in the mortgage field out there are asking direct questions. Are you worried or um, do you think your rates will rise? Well, it's, it's instilling fear at the outset, and they're saying to people to come out of rates, that is going to be um, incur penalties. They're going to look at getting into new rates, which are maybe higher than they are at the moment, that they've just come out of, to hopefully um, get away from potentially higher rates in the future, pay a fee for that, and then pay the mortgage advisor a fee for doing that. So there's a lot of fear out there, and I put something out there. You're paying lots of money in fees and penalties, and the only person that's kind of benefiting at the moment is that mortgage advisor who's generating new work. So, so on some occasions, it might it might be beneficial for that person or that couple to do it. But it's going to be very rare where you're paying penalties to come out of something to pay more money per month to potentially um, cover a potential increase somewhere down the line. It's it, you know it's all well, yeah, it's and boss. So I I'm part of a Facebook group which. Bit of a forum, I think, from one person. Someone put in there that they've had a client come to them who's effectively 
saying to them, I want to finish my mortgage early to lock in to a higher rate now because I'm worried they're going to go to, I think the figures were something like 15% or something like that, mortgage rates. Um, they're not going to go that high. That's not going to happen because that, that will cause some major problems. But they were coming out of a, a, a rate with a 1% figure in it to want to come out early now, paying something. I, I can't remember the exact figures, but I sell like £10,000 coming out of the mortgage plus other costs. That was not set up to lock into a five year fixed at a much higher rate. So instead of instead of wearing it out for the next like I think they might have had eighteen months left on it. I can't remember the exact figures. But that is just absolutely ludicrous because we do not have a crystal ball, we do not have I can get the kind of panicking, but this advises in a little bit of a catch twenty two because this person is just saying that's what I want to do. Um and you know, they're going to have to say to them, sorry, you're going to have to go find someone who's willing to do that. And there will be a lot of lowers based on what social media is, is yeah. trying up. But 10000 for a penalty, potentially a £1,000 for a new one. Imagine if you can't get the break-even point on that. Many, many years down the line. Oh, yeah, you probably, yeah, you might, might not even get 10000 10, for a fee, a penalty fee, 1000 for a new deal, maybe £1,000 the mortgage a person, three or two or £300 a month more over the next 60 months. So that's... That's 60 times 200, is that three and a half thousand? You're on a 15,000 pounds yeah. fee at the moment. Now, even if your deal didn't go up in two years' time by 200 odd quid a month, like we said, it's going to be a long time before you get to that 15, 20,000. Yeah. But the wording used and the, the, the way that people are asking questions at the moment, it is, I think, it's scaremongering. And we don't know what the future holds. So we're expecting that rates will go up. but at some stage, they have to come down again. And you just have to, to wear that um, psych wave of um, you know, optimism, pessimism, and, and just continue to, to yeah. do as you do, the normal behavior. Just continue to pay off your mortgage when a deal expires, renew. renew. Yeah, the, the, there is a bit of a secret to how you can potentially get yourself the best rate available in the next six months. Um, come to you. Yeah, come to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I, so that what I would firstly do is avoid the money supermarkets and all that rubbish, okay? Because I had clients send me um, some examples of deals the other day. Can we have this one? I found this on money supermarket. <laughs> I look at it. No, you can't because it's a nationwide mortgage. You're not with nationwide. It's a retention deal only. Another one, which was this rate with Halifax is amazing. It's better than um, the other options. Okay, yeah, you're not a Halifax customer. So certain lenders have retention rates. So if you're a customer of Halifax, that West or whatever like that, they will give you a retention rate. They don't generally publicize them, but they do on some of the kind of search engines, you can kind of see them. But what they don't show on Money Super One and all those weird and wonderful um, do-it-yourself sites is that they are retention deals and you've got to be a member or you might have to be a premier customer or you might have to earn 100,000 pound a year to get the deal. It doesn't tell you any of that. Okay, so ignore those sites. They're absolute rubbish. Okay, I'm going to say that because I know. Um, go and find a mortgage broker, okay, who will do the hard work for you, okay? We've got a duty to find you the best rate, fit for you and your circumstances, and that's it, okay? Yeah. Pay them a fee. If you don't pay them a fee, anyone who's doing anything for free, well, you get a free service, okay? So pay them a fee, okay? It's a professional service, and they will find you the best deal. Now, what you can do, there's some lenders out there where you can 
Start the process six months out from when your rate is due to expire. There's not going to be many of them, though, is there? No, there's not, there's not a huge amount, but there are some. So you can start the process six months out, okay? But what you do then is you book your rate at that point. So for argument's sake, you might say the rate you've got is 3.3%. Remember, you've booked that rate. You start the process. Now, for example, if you are with Halifax or a few others, you can't actually start. They won't give you the option to have a rate switch until between three and four months out, okay? So what I would usually suggest is, and it's a bit of work for the broker, and that's why you need to pay the fee, is they'll apply for this six months out with another lender. Book your rate. Then as we get close to the switching point and the point we can check, we will have a look to see whether actually it's a better deal to switch with your current lender stay. or stay, okay? And if it is better to switch with your current lender, that's what we'll do. But they'll keep running the other mortgage side by side right up until we go, well, actually, the switch rates are better or they're not so good, okay? But that's the only way you can put yourself in a very strong position to get the best deal out there at the moment. Two yeah. bites of the cherry. Yeah, two bites of the cherry. Right. It's a lot more work for the advisor, and you might find some won't do it, okay? Um, but it's something we, we do do here. Um, and it's worth the consideration. If you are that worried about it, yeah, that is one of your options. It, it's, there, there's a lot of times where, you know, the people contact us and, and they're my friend or my neighbor has got this deal and like you said with the retention and the income that they're on and being a member of um, nationwide or something every mortgage is going to be bespoke to that person so as you say if you're paying a fee the mortgage advisor will do the best in the interest of that person for them and get a bespoke thing whereas if you're not paying any fee are they, that, are they that interested? Are they going to do all the work? Are they going to do the two bites of the cherry for the person? It takes a lot of work. You're having to apply months out. You're having to put reminders in. Uh, to, then you're having to do work three months out or something. Is anyone going to do any work for free? It's a lot of work for free. Absolutely. Uh, like the, the actual mortgage process and what the lenders require from you at the time and what they actually pay you in a commission. So... When, you, when a mortgage worker submits a mortgage to a lender, and some lenders we will get preferential rates for what you get going direct to them, okay? And that is one of the benefits as well. They will pay us what's called a procuration commission fee. Okay? That's the industry term for it, yeah. Okay? And it's around about 0.3 to 0.4 of the mortgage rate. So it's actually not a lot. So if, for example, it's 100,000 by mortgage, they'll pay you between three, 400 pounds. Now, it's a lot of work for that. It's not profitable unless you charge a fee. And we do run a professional service, okay, because there's things like liaison with the state, liaison with liaison with solicitors, and for mortgage clients, everything's always very urgent, so you kind of want stuff done straight away. So, yeah, you should pay. What I will say, though, there are a few companies out there who charge these £2,000 <laughs> lifetime mortgage advice fees. Stay away. Where they will... Con you into, and I'll use the word con, it's a strong word, but it's the truth. They'll con you into paying them 2000 3000 pounds up front. And usually get you to add down the mortgage rate during a remortgage, which shouldn't really be allowed, to give you lifetime mortgage advice. Now, they're part of big national firms usually, um, whereby they all move around so much that if you pay that 2000 pounds two years' time, there's a very good chance you'll never hear from that broker again. 
okay? And you're not gonna get this lifetime service. The amount of clients that come to me two years or five years down the line for me to do their mortgage when they pay this person a lifetime mortgage fee of 2,000 pounds, and they never hear from again because they've either left the industry, gone to a new firm, um, or the firm they're with has gone through, okay, or, or has kind of disappeared. So it's absolute nonsense. Yeah. You know, I think if you're paying somewhere in the region of £500 for your advice, you're, I think you're in a good place. It's, it's kind of locally, I would say, to where we are. When you go to London, you're going to pay a bit more or some of the more kind of expensive areas. And you may pay a bit more if it's a more of a complex transaction, like commercial or a limited company buy collect, or maybe if you've got some adverse credit, but you don't need an adverse credit because it's a, it's a specialist type of market. But I think for normal mortgage advice, expect to pay somewhere in the region of £500. And that's good value for what you're doing there because it's a lot of work. Yeah. People, do you know when, when we ask for documents, not us asking for ourselves, the, there is a list that we can we can put um, attached to this of what you should get, and maybe a, little, a, a, a folder of documents that you start preparing in advance of getting your mortgage and if it's three you know three months of bank statements whatever it may be and every time a month changes change that bank statement out but it's not us asking the documents the person that sits in an office that is using uh, the term underwriting and checking is it affordable and when they lend they ask for documents and we don't get a chance to say no we're not going to give you that if the person you wants to borrow that amount of money of that organization and they ask for this, this, and this, we have to give it to them. There's no point in saying, why do they want that? I don't have it. We give them what they want. Otherwise, they don't give us the money for you for your mortgage. It's that simple. Yeah. There's no point arguing with these people. There's no point saying, why do they want it? They want it because their spreadsheet or their tick box says they have to have it. And if they get something and they're not happy, they may come back for more information. And all we can do constantly is just go, hello, we need more. And this is why sometimes when G said about not paying a fee, you can go back and forth to a mortgage um, underwriter on many occasions asking you for more documents. And it can be very time consuming. And sometimes it, you don't see it in the background, the team next door can be pulling their hair out because they're so, they are so slow at getting the, the, um, the information back to us and they're constantly asking for stuff. So in advance, we kind of give people a list of, get all of these documents prepared in advance, give them to us, we certify them, we confirm they're all original, we start the process. And if we ask for more, get the bloody documents to us as soon as possible, because it impacts on a decision for you. Yeah. And it just makes the whole process more slick for us mm -hmm. as well. Um, but we do have a mortgage course available, and we'll link to it in the in the notes for this uh, this video and podcast, whereby you can go and learn everything you need to know about mortgages. Even if you've had a mortgage before, but you just want to learn how things have kind of changed. It's in this twenty seven pound, but actually you get a hundred and fifty pound voucher off our feet. So actually, you're getting my cash back in reality. So um, go and have a look, links at the bottom, but that will kind of help you on your journey, especially if you buy your first house. So don't listen to all the negativity that's going on in the world at the moment about coming out of good deals to go into worse deals because they're going to be better now than in the future. We have no idea what the future is going to hold. 
who would have thought in 2019 all the stuff we've had since then of Brexit, COVID, Ukraine and all of that, um, we don't know what the future is going to hold. We can live for today and we'll worry about what, what rate we need to get tomorrow when the time comes. Thanks for listening and if you enjoyed this episode then please subscribe and remember to follow us on social media for more content like this.